Good evening. I'm so glad that you're still with us in prayer online at 10 tonight. Settle down and be comfortable as I share with you a bit more on praying in Jesus' name. And tonight, we look at the third name belonging to Jesus in Isaiah 9 verse 6. Everlasting Father. What goes through your mind when this name is mentioned? Images of your father or memories of him if he has passed on? To some of us, and I hope it's just a few, the mere reference to your dad may bring back painful or hurtful memories. You would rather avoid the issue. Perhaps tonight the Lord Jesus is gently saying to you, don't look at your earthly dad for the moment. Look at me, for I am also the everlasting father. Your earthly father or even other close family members may not understand what you have gone through, but I, Jesus, do. I went through every bit of childhood and growing up as you did. And in the end, I had to go through the most painful and horrible time of my life on earth as my heavenly Father and most everybody I love turned away from me when I bore the most severe punishment for crimes that I did not commit. I took your sins upon myself. And for that, my Father, whom I loved so much and obeyed completely, forsook me totally turned his face away from me as I hung upon the cross. But it's okay, you are worth it. And things are back to normal now with my father and I. Also, I can now say to you, let me refather you and renew you in this father-son or father-daughter relationship. Just as the psalmist says in Psalm 68 verse 5, Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. When we pray in Jesus' name, it takes on the role of a father at times when needed, much more capably than you and I ever could, because he can and then he understands. Then there are those among us who enjoy a wonderful relationship with our earthly fathers. Praise God for that. But even so, there will come a day when separation is inevitable. There is this great divide that one can only journey through alone. But Jesus has conquered that divide once and for all through His death on the cross and resurrection. Being the firstborn from the dead, He paved the way for all of us into eternal life. So Jesus is not only a temporal Father to us in the earthly sense, but also an everlasting Father Sometimes what's everlasting or eternal may be abstract and difficult to grasp, given that we live in a material world and surrounded by existential purposes. The Apostle Paul explains the worth of eternity simply in terms of glory or worth in 2 Corinthians 3, verses 7 to 18. Can I read it to you? As we go through it, imagine the worth of things past or tangible compared with things to come or intangible. 2 Corinthians 3 verses 7 to 18 Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of his glory, transitory though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious in the ministry that brings righteousness? 
For what was glorious has no glory, now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was transitory came with glory, how much greater is the glory of that which lasts? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with an ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Paul was essentially saying that if all that Moses, the law, the sacredness of the Holy of Holies within the grandeur of the temple, the religiosity represented in the Old Covenant, and all that is finite, impermanent or temporal meant so much and was already considered to be glorious to the new Christians at Colossae, how much more meaningful and worthy would it be to have the confidence of righteousness, the freedom given by the Spirit, the disentanglement from religious rites found in the New Covenant and everything else that infinite, permanent or eternal will be. Paul puts it such that the centre of it all is Jesus Christ, the linchpin that made it all possible, the transition from the temporal, the finite to the everlasting, the infinite. Jesus is forever and there's no beginning and no end. Wow, what a befitting name when we can give praise to and pray to the everlasting Father. Hallelujah. It is only by gazing at the God of eternity and spending time in His presence that bits of His identity rubs off on us. Like Moses' face that alone shone so brightly not because he put on Sinai facial cosmetics, but because he spent time in God's presence. For then and only then can we realize that we are actually souls of infinite worth living in jars of clay, crackpots, if you would call it, that each represent a flawed physical body that only a container, that's only a container for the precious soul within. Have you ever wondered why the cosmetics, health and physical fitness industries are always booming even in bad times? Our bodies can only last finitely for a short lifetime while the soul and spirit within us are changed from glory to glory daily into God's image. Remember this, give God a little of your time and He will give you a little of eternity. Give God a little of your time and He will give you a little of eternity. So with eternity in mind, the temporal loss of a job or perhaps loss of health or even the loved one is only but a short setback compared to the glory that is ahead. Yes, times are difficult. To find enough for our local treasure troves. But was it not Jesus who said to store our treasures, store them up instead in heaven 
where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves don't break in to steal. That's the eternity mindset befitting you when you inherit the legacy from your everlasting Father. Amen. As we close for tonight, there's this ancient but meaningful chorus that I'd like you to join me in singing or to hum along or just listen to your, the lyrics of Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. If you know the words, join me in singing it again. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. In the light of His glory and grace. Wow. Come, let me pray for you in closing. Father, I pray for relationships tonight. Father, there are many out there who are hurting, who have been offended, Lord God, Father, I pray, Lord, first and foremost, for the parent-child relationship, Lord. For those who have been hurt through the many years in the past, Father, I pray for a restoration, that, Lord, you will touch these lives out there. Lives that were put into a rut and a setback over the years because of unforgiveness and anger and frustration. Some even bitterness, they are out there, Lord. I pray that your Spirit may touch them. Everlasting Father, refather them, Lord. There are your sons and your daughters who are out there. Restore this relationship, Father, that forgiveness may come and a new life be breathed into them, Lord. I pray for husband-wife relationships too. Father, the many may have been broken, may have been hurt along the way. Father, I pray for a restoration for these relationships, Father. I pray, Father, the marriages that are on the brink of breaking down may be restored and they will reconcile one to another. I pray to Father that they may see through Christ's eyes into each other's soul, Lord God, and see past the flaws that we all have, Lord God, that as Christ hung upon the cross and He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Father, I pray that in the marriages that are out there, you would restore this relationship. Father, I pray too for friendships between good friends that have broken down, Lord God. If they are there out there, Lord, I pray that the Spirit minister to them. Oh, everlasting Father, touch the lives of these friends that they may know the joy 
of the Lord even in the midst of this restored fellowship. Oh, Father God, I pray, Father, that even going beyond the relationships that are only finite, they may experience an extra dose of eternity in our lives, Father. That they turn from the challenges and the problems that seem inflated before them, Lord God, to an everlasting Father that is far greater, far greater than any challenge or stronghold or difficulty in their life. Father, I know that in some cases, remove these challenges. But Father, for those that remain, Father, will you provide the grace for them to face it day by day. That Lord, for your grace is sufficient for each and every one of them. For your power, O everlasting Father, is made perfect in their weakness. Lord, may your mercy, your compassion, and your love flow into their lives. Father, I just continue to pray a blessing over them day by day, Lord God, even through these challenging times, Father, that as each one of my dear brothers and sisters seek you, they will know you to be so close, closer than any earthly father could be, closer than any close friend or good friend could become to them, Lord. And I pray, Father, this blessing over their lives, that they may know your loving kindness and mercy all the days of their life as they dwell in your house forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For we pray all this in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us tonight. But do linger around to pray and reflect on God's Word, or to join your cell members to pray together. Tomorrow night, I shall be here again with you on praying in Jesus' name, and the focus shall be on the Prince of Peace. Good night, and God bless.